I want to talk to you a little bit about the things that we progressed through uh, in 2020, and we're not going to go into all the dynamics. Everybody had an enduring year, amen? But we were so blessed by the Holy Spirit here at Genesis by being able to continue to teach His Word uh, on Sunday afternoons, Monday nights, and, and uh, those Friday night streams. It was a lot of work for us uh, behind the scenes. Again, I want to give credit to those who labored with us to keep these streams going. We're now stepping into a place here where we're going to be reopening. I'm going to be inviting Prophetess Yvonne up this evening in closing, and she's going to make some announcements for you to give you an understanding of where we are as of today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The progression that has taken place in this last year has been so dynamic with so many messages. Apostle Dave was powerful in his presentation. When we had Pastor Fred here, again, his presentation. Uh, Young Prophet Andrew and Michelle, when they were here on Friday nights. Uh, uh, Pastor Renato, when he brought forth his messages. And, and so we're stepping, we've stepped into this year 2021 with, a, I call it a year of exceptions. It's going to be a year of exceptions for us as a body of Christ. Amen. We talked about elevated strategies. We talked about climate change. We talked about, we talked about unrestricted intimacy. <clears throat> we spoke about uncompromising faith. Is somebody watching? Come on. Yes. We talked about the great exchange. Mm -hmm. We talked about divine ability. And the list goes on and on and on. And so I want to talk to you. I want to open up with this concept of liberty, um, excuse me, liberty uh, re, uh, remnant, excuse me, let re, <laughs> liberty remnant. Let me gather my thoughts here in Jesus' mighty name. So I want to talk to you about what God is speaking here. We're in the middle of March right now. We've got a whole year to follow through. And what I, when I was praying, what I saw in the Spirit, this cloud that has been over over the people of God, and I, I'm, I'm talking about the nations of the world, but I want to single, single this. I want to focus in on this region of San Jose, California. That's where we live. This is where we're live streaming from. But as I was praying, I, I saw in the spirit a mist. Come on, somebody in this house. Yes. I saw a mist coming up from the ground. Now, if you remember back in 2020, the Lord instructed Brother Michael to call Genesis unto a fast. A 21-day fast. And during that 21-day fast, God instructed me to go up to the telegraph... Uh, um, communication hill. Excuse me. Commu thank you, sweetie. Communication hill up here in San Jose yes. and drive a stake in the ground and take claim into this territory. Now, when God asks us to do something, I think oftentimes we, we expect an immediate response. And I just got this, this uh, understanding two days ago. And what we did in the beginning of 2020 before COVID hit, it was in preparation for now. The stake driven into the ground to take claim for this territory in San Jose, California. Mm -hmm. And as uh, we, I was praying, uh, I saw this mist come up from the ground. And I said, Lord, what is this coming forth now? And he says, it's the redemptive, come on, it's the redemptive work of my spirit for those who are called the remnant, my remnant. That is you and I. With this mist coming up, I saw the mist coming up from the ground and lifting this, this, this cloud of darkness or this veil of darkness that has settled over this Santa Clara Valley. Amen. Yes. This region of San Jose. And you're going to see as the weeks come, we've got an announcement uh, for you for, uh, with Dr. Steve's going to be here. And he's going to be talking about spiritual warfare. Sweetie, what is the title of that? Uh, spiritual Warfare, End of the, end of the Age. The End of the Age. Spiritual Warfare Conference, The End of the Age. We're going to give you more information on that. So in conclusion, what I'm saying is this mist is coming up from the ground. We drove the stake in the ground. We prophesied into the land. And now we're seeing the evidence of that action taking place. Lifting this mist, or not this mist, lifting this cover that has uh, 
come upon this Santa Clara County as a result of COVID. Amen. And so I want to talk to you tonight. I'm going to prophesy by the Spirit of God, and I'm loving this already. Hallelujah. If I can get a comment of an amen or a thumbs up, I'll just be blessed. I'd be more blessed. Like Apostle says, I'm just blessed. I'm blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to open up here with this, this explanation. This is God's presentation for tonight's uh, uh, ooh, liberty uh, of the remnant. All right? The accumulation, hear the saints. This is for you tonight and anyone who catches the stream later. The accumulation and distribution of God's plans for his church are predestined with a divine purpose revealing his will and his kingdom to reign in this earth. It follows a pattern that's consistent of every remnant to every generation and a remnant within that generation. To every generation, God singles out a remnant, a small remaining quantity of individuals. I look at it as being a subculture of his chosen during a specific season of development. And we are in an incredible time of development as the ecclesia, as the church, corporately, but also individually. The thing that God said he was going to do for us, bring us to a transition. We are standing in that transition right now. Things are manifesting. Our spiritual maturity is growing. Our ears being more inclined to the voice of God. Our response, we're submitting not by saying not our will, but God's will be done to the things that he's asking us to do. There's a less of a hesitation and there's a greater boldness that has come in this trans transition, this development of change. So let me give you an explanation here as we move, move forward on this. You might, might want to start taking notes. The idea of the remnant is that a small nucleus of God's people, preserved by God's unmerited grace for, from a foundation for a new community devoted to his redemptive work. Listen what he's telling us tonight. Amen? We are a remnant. We are the redeemed of the Lord. If you are the redeemed of the Lord, then somebody say... I say so. Hallelujah. That's a whole song and I don't know it, so I'm not going to try to sing. All right. So the Apostle Paul declared, even so then, at this present time, there, oh my God, there is a remnant according to the election of God's grace. Romans 11.5. Now I release that, taking it uh, in perspective, and I'm not taking it out of context. Read that whole, that whole chapter of Romans 11.5, and you'll see what God is talking about. How even in, in the choice, uh, when those who, who decided uh, to return uh, uh, back to Babylon, it's all in there. Um, they, they were a remnant of people. They chose, they willingly chose to return to, ba uh, to Babylon. All right, so it's a study in itself. And what happens is, we see from this that the remnant is a recurring theme throughout the Hebrew and Christian Bible. And it is, it's described as, a remnant is described as what is left of a community. Now, oh my God, get this, I'm ready to jump. Get this in your spirit. It is what is left of a community after it undergoes a catastrophe. Is somebody listening? Come on. Is somebody listening? Hallelujah. A remnant it is what is left of a community after it undergoes a catastrophe. All right. Long before. Oh, somebody. I'm, I'm already getting excited in the Holy Spirit. Long before the prophets, a type of remnant is seen in God's preservation of Noah and his family from the great flood. A remnant. And from it came a generation called to serve God. How? Or when? After a catastrophe. Now some of you are already getting a witness. You know where the Holy Spirit is going to take us on this tonight. In the same way, God used Joseph in Egypt to sustain a remnant during a worldwide famine. You all know the story. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Following genera generations would continue in their pursuit to serve God 
after a catastrophe. So what's a catastrophe? A catastrophe is a calamity. It's an event causing great and often sudden damage. Oh my God. Or suffering. It would be referred to as a disaster, a crisis, a ruin, misfortune, and the, and the definition goes on and on. Is anybody getting where we're going to here tonight? Yes. Come on. Come on. Father, in the name of Jesus, and by, I see it being released right now. The anointing of the Holy Spirit on this message going through this stream. It's already in the sanctuary here with the few that are here tonight. And it's being released. I see it moving forward through this stream right now. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And for those of you who have, who have that great faith in you right now, place your hand upon your chest. Lift your other hand to heaven and, and just ask God to reveal this this. A word to you in Revelation because you are the remnant. He's talking to He's talking to you tonight as a remnant, His remnant, those in whom He has redeemed. For such a time as this. Now we're getting we're having activity in this sanctuary right now by the, by the few that are here. And I pray, my, there it is, I see hands up in, in the spirit. I see hands up at home right now. I got to move. I'm just going to move. I got to move. Somebody watching right now, you've got a condition with your liver. There's inflammation in your liver. And God's telling me to tell you tonight that as one of his, as his remnant, as his remnant, you who are redeemed, place your hand upon your liver right now. And you're going to, and we're talking about this a little bit later. You're going to see reconstruction in that liver. You're going to see restoration in that liver. Somebody right now, you've been diagnosed with cataracts. The optometrist, Jesus, is in the house. And I see him pulling those cataracts off right now in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody's watching, you've got a swollen larynx, uh, your body's reacting to the, the pollens in the air, the histamines in your body are trying to uh, repel uh, the effects of the pollens, and you've got uh, a swollen larynx in your throat. Go ahead, just begin to swallow, and you're going to feel the relief as a result of this word being released through the stream in Jesus' mighty name. Swollen knees right now, swollen ankles in the name of Jesus. Your, your, Lord, your, your remnant is watching right now. Now, this word for those who are called to be your remnant, those who are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, back injury, somebody you injured your back, you've not been able to bend over completely. Stand up right now and by faith begin to bend over and to touch your toes and keep your legs straight. Don't bend your knees. Don't bend. Don't bow. Don't bow your knees. Just bow your, your, your back maraka, and let that body release. I speak to the muscles in that back right now to be loose. Yeah. And do every restriction from that injury, that assignment to be bound and cast off right now in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody's been crying out to God. You've been asking God for the gift uh, of tongues. The fire of God is on your lips right now. It's on your tongue right now. Begin. It may sound strange. It may sound unpeculiar. Uh, there's a language ready to proceed out of your mouth. As you begin to do it, it'll begin to flow out of your mouth like water. Somebody is, the evidence of alopecia areata, the balding in spots on your scalp. Mara, there is a work of God here to you as one of God's redeemed. You as a remnant. Place both your hands upon your head and begin to just thank God. Don't ask Him for anything. Just simply begin to worship Him, give Him praise. And as you do that, within, within a, seven to, uh, a 7 to 14 day period, those areas, that alopecia, the area of balding, you're going to find new growth coming in, in Jesus' mighty name. Now I speak these words of knowledge by faith. I cannot do that for you. I can only speak what God is instructing me to speak. Shika ere britibas sarabaka. 
Let me move on with this. We're going to continue to move in the, um, the area of words of knowledge here as we proceed here. Okay, we, give the, uh, we gave the understanding and the definition of a catastrophe. Now I want to talk to you about what a remnant is. What is a remnant? It is what is left of a community, a culture, a society after it undergoes a catastrophe. Let me go back here. Oh, Jesus is in the house. Amen. Oh, Jesus is, a house, is in the house. What is a catastrophe? It's an event causing great and often sudden damage or suffering, a disaster crisis, a ruin or misfortune. What is a remnant? Come on. It is what is left of a community. A culture, a society, after it undergoes a catastrophe. We are, come on, we are a remnant. Yes. Come on, saints. Yes. We are a remnant uh, in this hour. Right. Let me go in this. Oh. Okay, I got to come down. Let me, let me take you through, through, through the, the word of God here. I want to talk to you about the ancient days and this remnant concept. Come on. Again, Noah and his family. Uh, Baraka, you know the, the, the whole issue with Noah and his family and, and the, uh, the uh, Noah's Ark. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. As a result of that catastrophe, what happens? Comes a remnant out of, oh Jesus, out of that, the ark. Not the ark, excuse me. After the, uh, Noah's Ark, yes, the ark. After Noah's Ark comes out a remnant. Noah and his family, his sons and his daughter-in-laws, they become the next generation. Somebody type in generation. We're talking ancient days. Moses, in the great exodus, God's people, 400 years of slavery, they're taken out of slavery. They're taken out of bondage. What comes out of that generation? A remnant. They lived in a catastrophe. Woo! They were taken out of a catastrophe. Hallelujah. Uh, in Jesus' mighty name. And they come into a land overflowing with milk and honey. In a, even in a catastrophe, look what happens in the results after the catastrophe. God is faithful in bringing provision to the lives of His people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joshua and the 12 tribes of Israel. Joshua becoming the next generation after Moses. He comes to a place. Hallelujah. And he's given the privilege and the opportunity as the next generation. The remnant of the previous generation. To call, into the to call into the 12 tribes the names that God has given them. Come on. Yes. The next generation. Oh, somebody. Yes. The seizure of Jerusalem. The deportation of God's beloved Daniel and, and taken into captivity. They became a remnant. Yes. Amen. Amen. They did. After the catastrophe. <laughs> called by God. Yes. Coming into a place... Of, of, of greatness, great favor upon him, upon them, learned, being taught and learned uh, the languages uh, of other nations, mm -hmm. called to be governor yes. after a catastrophe. Is yes. somebody watching this? And if I'm going off, off, off culture here, um, that's okay, God will give it to you. <laughs> Daniel, and this is extreme. Daniel and the Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Daniel in the lion's den. Yes. After they're, 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 they're taken into captivity, the three Hebrew children put in a fiery furnace. Come on, somebody. In the midst of a catastrophe. Amen. Woo! Parabasheka. They're taken out of the fire, the furnace fire. And the Bible says that not one on their head was sinned even so much that there was not even a fragrance on their garments yes. Amen. a remnant yes. of a generation yes. 
of those who would, oh, come on, who would not bow their knee to another God or to another king. Is somebody in this house. I'm going to bring you up to current day. Every generation. Come on, somebody. Don't make me reach to this, this stream and slap you. To every generation. There's a remnant. We are a generation. We are, oh, Rabbi, we are a remnant. Oh, my God. Modern day, the Holocaust, something that people are still trying to bury, but yet the evidence of its history is still remains. Out of the Holocaust, as severe as it was, out of it came a remnant. Oh, a remnant of people, a next generation. And I throw this not even in my notes. I, I want to put this out here. God cannot be silenced. Amen. No matter Amen. where it's coming from. Amen. I'll get in trouble on this one. Even, even, <laughs> even out of our government. Even on those in political positions that, who say, we don't need God here. Uh-uh. Trying to silence God. <laughs> oh, I prophesy. Yes. God yes. will not be silenced. The civil wars, catastrophe, devastation. Out of the civil war came a, a, came a, a, a generation within itself, a remnant of people in the fulfillment of what we call Marara, the Constitution of the United States. A remnant of people still honoring that, yes. running with that. A remnant declaring, this is what God's word says. This is what we're going to, uh, this is what we're going to believe. And this is what we're going to stand on. And we can go to the extreme. World wars, all the world wars. Out of every world war came another generation following that war. And from that generation, God has raised up a remnant within that generation. Is somebody watching this? Is somebody hearing this? I need an amen in the house. Amen. Saints. From every catastrophe, there comes a remnant of people within a generation that has been called by God and chosen by God to advance His kingdom in the earth. Yes. Yes. I don't know who it is, but right now you're watching the stream and you felt the the kabod of God rest upon your shoulders, the weight, the weight of God, the glory of God on your shoulders. And I see that weight bringing you to your knees because of the revelation that's coming through this remnant concept. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to put this in here. Yesterday, Prophetess Yvonne was here. She brought forth a powerful word on void. Revisit the stream. And I'm, I'm stepping into what was sent yesterday to tap in it for tonight. If you feel like there's a void in your life for the things and the ministry and the anointing that God has called upon your life, I declare that this concept of remnant, living remnant, um, excuse me, hallelujah, yeah, liberty, excuse me, liberty uh, remnant manifest through this, this message in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've got to keep my mind focused on what's here right now because I'm already, I, I'm out there. I'm going, karamoshika. Pray for Brother Michael right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, mainstream on this narrow path. No distraction, no interruptions, but our children. And I declare this night, with the mind of Christ, I would read. With the mind of Christ, I would speak. With the mind of Christ, I would prophesy. With the mind of Christ, I will move forward in Jesus' mighty name. All right. All right. Thank you for your agreement, saints. In writing to the Jewish believers struggling in the midst of their persecution, Peter encourages them to conduct themselves courageously. Mm -hmm. 
for the person and the program of Christ. Both, see, God is so awesome. I'm getting a download right now. Hallelujah. Of Christ, both in their character and in their conduct, that it must be above reproach or without disapproval or disappointment. Watch where we're going with this. Those of you that are watching and people that we know, family, friends, relatives, we all have been brought through this catastrophe that took place in 2021. I'm 2020. To understand that in that generation, we now become the remnant of that catastrophe. Is somebody getting this? And, and, and uh, the Apostle Peter, he writes a very specific thing here. And to understand that as a generation chosen by God, we adhere to the Word of God. And we're responsible for doing what God is asking us to do. Now, listen, we're, none of us are perfect. We trip up, we fall down, we do a variety of things. We, just, we simply go back to, to God and we don't do it purposely. And we don't use the, the concept of grace to do whatever we want to do, say whatever we want to do, and run back to the altar God and say, God, forgive me. No, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is the sustaining power of God's grace to keep us into a place of submission that where we deliberately don't go out and do what we want to do and go back to God and say, forgive me. But we adhere to the Word of God in implementing the will that He has given us to follow this concept. Let me, let me back up here. Shekha, to follow this concept of Christ both in our character and in our conduct. Amen? Amen. And this is what Peter writes to the church. He expl- he's very specific and he explains, and this is in detail. That as God's sons and daughters, as a remnant of God's chosen, this is what he tells us. He says, you are a chosen generation. Somebody type in generation. As you see, will you walk with me on this tonight? Come on. He says, you are a chosen generation. And as a chosen generation, God calls you into the place of royalty. As his priest, he says, a chosen generation, a royal, oh God, somebody, a royal priesthood. Listen, a nation, now get hold of this, a nation under God that is holy. A peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness. Come on into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. So tonight, tonight we have a good word. We have a sure word of prophecy. Oh my God, I feel the anointing in this house right now. After every catastrophe, there is always a recovery. Somebody type it in. Recovery. After every catastrophe, there is always a recovery. A season of liberty. Come on, type it in. Liberty. A season of freedom. Woo! Unlimited, unrestricted, to advance God's kingdom in the earth. Through the church, for the church, and by the church. Through the life of every believer. From that, within that generation, a remnant would experience God's redemptive power in love, mercy, and grace, where He is acknowledged as the one who provides for His beloved. I prophesy by the Holy Ghost. I'm giving permission right now to prophesy into every one of your lives. This year, 2021, is your year of recovery in Jesus' mighty name. Can I get a witness in this house? I receive that in Jesus' name. And here's the evidence. The evidence is in the power of restoration. (laughs) The evidence is in the power of reconstruction. The evidence is in the power to provide. And the evidence is in the power to restore and to rebuild. Can I get a hiccup in this house? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Every bit of 
You're, somebody's getting it. Somebody's getting a witness of the Holy Ghost. Woo! Like skin on a chicken whose feathers been plucked. The, the bumps. Come on, the bumps. Woo, the chill. The Holy Ghost chill down your spine right now. Come on. All right. I'm going to have fun here tonight. I'm having fun here tonight. Hallelujah. Okay, from Ezra to Nehemiah. Please, please, please listen to this. From Ezra to Nehemiah. We can't go into all the teachings. you got to study to show yourself the proof. Write these things down and get along with Jesus. Come on. From Ezra to Nehemiah. A generation comes forth to restore... To restore the temple where God's beloved worshipped. Is somebody in the house? Ezra's call was to bring God's people back to their land as God has promised. As a remnant. A remnant that would follow after God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. Not the enemy's plan. God's plan. Not the government's plan. Not the political plan. But God's redemptive plan. Come on. A remnant that would follow after God's plan and take their inheritance. Oh somebody of every prophetic promise that Jehovah intended for them. You are that remnant. It is a time to reclaim that which the enemy has taken. And I'm going to jump into this a while just a little bit here because this is something that I've heard a couple of weeks that I'm pressing this I'm going to sound like a parrot on this oftentimes we hear people praying I'm not discounting anybody's prayer sometimes we pray with understanding and sometimes we pray with a lack of understanding not that it's wrong we just don't have the full understanding and often I hear how people are saying, I'm gonna, we're going to break this off this person and break that off that person and break this off that person and break those things off that person. And I get the breaking concept. I get the buzzword. I get it. Yeah, we do break those things off. But after those things are broken off, we've got to pray into those. Not only after they're broken up, they, they must be destroyed. Why? Because things that are broken can be repaired. But things that are destroyed cannot be uh, repaired. Let me give you this as it was given to me uh, by vision of the Holy Spirit. I was praying and the Lord took me into the corridors of time. Yeah, you can travel. Come on. Took me into the corridors of time and I was standing on the outside the perimeter of a field where uh, there was war. Spiritual war took place. And in that war... I saw the war was over, and in that, uh, on that land, I saw the results of weapons that the enemy was using against God's people. Wow. And after the war, they were going, and they were going through the, the um, Marara, um, what's the word called? Shekoria Rabakam. Arabo Shakaria Ramasi. Thank you. I knew it started with a P. The plunder of the war. And as the, those that survived the war, they were going looking at the plunder. And those things, those tools, the, uh, the, the weapons that were, were not destroyed, uh, the ones that were broken, they were going forth and they were confiscating them. They were picking them back up so they can take them back Uh, for repair so they can be used again. But the things, come on, the weapons that were destroyed, they were no longer useful and they were left behind. Is somebody watching this tonight? Is somebody hearing this tonight? Come on. Let me go back to this. Ezra's call was to bring God's people back to the land as God had promised. A remnant that would follow after God's plan and take their inheritance from every prophetic promise that Jehovah intended for them. Following Ezra comes Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. Woo! Whoa. The next generation yes. to rebuild the walls around the great and once powerful city Jerusalem. Why? To reestablish it as a spiritual and political center for Judea. Ezra's call is a restoration of the temple for the spiritual, moral, and social return. A remnant of people in Jerusalem to bring God's beloved into liberty. Oh, through moral and social behavior and to restore them economically. 
and spiritually. Does that sound familiar to anybody tonight? Nehemiah's call is to inspire the next generation, you and I, in the midst of this catastrophe, Mara, to bring spiritual revival. That's what Nehemiah's purpose was, to bring spiritual revival to the people for liberty, social, economically, and spiritual uh, reformation. Uh, excuse me, spiritually for moral reformation. Is this such a word for such a time as this? Saints, the church is experiencing restoration. A repairing, a rebuilding within the, the, uh, the, the center of, of, of the ecclesia, the church itself. There's something that is emerging that's coming forth. And it's coming forth by the Holy Spirit of God, by revelation knowledge. That which was once shut up is now being reopened. For the church to emerge, come on, for the church to come forth and be, be the, uh, the evidence of, of God's kingdom uh, 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 radiating, radiating and bringing forth the things that God has proposed for his church. And I prophesy to you by the Spirit of God, I'm not listen, I listen, but I'm not, I'm not agreeing with what I hear of what's going on through social media, through um, the networks and, and, and news broadcast. I hear what they're saying, but I'm not agreeing with them. Because I know that in the end, even as it's been prophesied, yes, the enemy is trying to silence. The church of Jesus Christ will not be silenced. That's right. For Jesus says, even as the gates of hell shall prevail, my church will not be silent. Yes. Amen. Amen. Oh. Amen. That's right. Somebody. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. The church has experienced restoration, a repairing, rebuilding. And when I speak of the church, not only the ecclesia, but I'm talking about you and I, a generation, a remnant within this generation. There is a rebuilding. There's a repairing. Listen, God is giving his church and his people an upgrade. Yes. An yes. upgrade in 2021. Yes. Can yes. somebody get that? Yes. yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, upgrade us. Why the evidence of reconstruction? Because the church has been damaged. The church has been damaged because of doctrines of man and the interpretations of what the Bible says. But God's bringing forth restoration. Listen, listen to Brother Michael. The generation that is now emerging Their unrelentless pursuit and passion for spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ to let humanity know that he is a one true and living God. That he is savior, he is redeemer, he is healer, he is deliverer, come on, he is provider. A generation is rising up in the midst of this catastrophe. A remnant to speak prophetically and to teach prophetically, to worship prophetically, to sing prophetically, to dance prophetically. And I know there's a lot of stuff going out right now about the, the prophetic, but that's, that's what we're living in. Now you can, anyway, I better stop. I'll get in trouble. All right. Here's the prophecy. See, you can only respond to the things that you know. How can you respond to the things that you don't know? And we know that there is a, uh, an emerging of the church of Jesus Christ in this area of the prophetic. Yes. The realms of God, Rabbi. The realms of God. Inspired by Holy Spirit. To speak thus, saith the Lord, or verily, verily, I say to you, or the Lord is showing me, the Lord is telling me. And be careful. Saints, be careful that when you say it, it's the Lord, it better be of the Lord. It may, may not, it better not be of you because you want something from that word. Right. It's got to be. It's got to be Jesus all the way. All the way. All right. Here's the prophecy. I know, and I've been told I kind of go off and it's okay. Hallelujah. I always come back. I always come back. I always come back. 
All right, here's the prophecy. Father, in the name of Jesus, not my word, but your word. And to those that are watching right now. All right. To you, my beloved, my sons and daughters, to whom I love unconditionally. Understand the fulfillment of my perfect will in the earth has already been established in the life of my son. The evidence is in the fulfillment passing from one generation to the next. You are that generation. Understand that in every generation there is a remnant of people called by me, says God. Chosen by me to bring the fulfillment of my word to light within their generation. The remnant theory is still in effect. It has not changed because I have not changed. I am the same from today. I am, excuse me, I am the same from day to day, from everlasting to everlasting. Today, I ask you to turn your hearts to my heart that you too may understand the redemptive, oh somebody, the redemptive power of my love towards you and for you. I, the Lord, have given you my ability to perceive and to understand what I am doing from generation to generation for the advancement of my kingdom in the earth to bring this final harvest of souls into my kingdom. My God, I feel the gift of prophecy. Be reminded, you did not choose me, but I chose you before the foundation of this earth. Destined, watch this, hear this, come on, get this. Destined to live in this time of prophetic fulfillment in the earth, says the Spirit of the living God. I knew you before you were conceived in your mother's womb. Even in that void of time, I had planned and a, I had a plan and a purpose for your life to raise you up as a generation unto myself. To become part of a remnant, a selective group of people that would be my voice in the earth, proclaiming my truth in word and, and in action to those that see you and to those that hear you, they would experience the demonstration of my power for the salvation of humanity. I've got to stop right here. There's more to the prophetic word. Right now, you're watching this. You want, you want to know what is the heart of the Father? You want to know? I, I can tell you from what I've been taught and what I've experienced and what God spoke to me. He spoke to Brother Michael about this. You want to know what is the heart of the Father? Go ahead, place your right hand upon your, your heart right now. Close your eyes. I'm going to release this word. If you have the spiritual language, begin to pray in. Come on, come on. Release that spiritual language. You know what is the heart of the Father, saints? You receive this right now. He'll birth it in you. He'll, he'll put that seed in you. It'll germinate. And it'll, he'll birth it in you. Kararaka. What is the heart of the Father? Souls. Simple as that. That's the heart of Abba. That's the heart of Daddy. Why do you think he called you? Why do you think he pulled you out of darkness? Because you are in his heart. You were in God's heart before you were conceived. All part of his plan and purpose. For you to come into his kingdom so that he may script in the Lamb's book of life with his index finger your name. In Jesus' mighty name. All right. Let's continue in this prophecy. It is to the excellence in the life of my son this redemptive power that has called you out of darkness into this marvelous light to be a chosen generation, a generation selected by me, revealing my love to those who would call upon my son's name. To you, as a current generation, a remnant separated unto me, prepare yourselves for an impartation of divine 
excellence to captivate your hearts and mind, bringing you into a place of total submission, not to your will, but to my will, says the Lord. Here's the key. As you surrender, it's not Brother Michael, I can't do this. I'm getting in line with you on this. As you surrender, I will elevate you into a place of divine spiritual maturity so that as the assignments of the enemy, enemy intended to use against you, are you ready? Yes. Come on, are you ready? I am, yes. Okay, uh, tune back in next week. <laughs> no, listen, let me back up. He says, I will elevate you into a place of divine spiritual maturity so that as the assignments of the enemy intended to use against you, you will rise above the assignment and defeat him in the same way my son defeated him during his wilderness experience. Come on, somebody. Yes. Again, as I have spoken, this word will manifest in your lives as you take the time to separate yourselves. Saints, beloved, listen. Baraka. God has been so emphatic about separation. He's been so emphatic about intimacy. We went through 2000. Uh, anyway, this part of the message. I mean, let me stand this. As I have spoken, this word will manifest in your lives as, it ta- as you take time to separate yourself from the events of the world and get along with me so that you and I can converse, make an exchange, my knowledge for your knowledge to understand the necessities in this crucial hour, says the Lord of hosts. Amen. Take every opportunity to counsel with me to be instructed by me. Keep your ears open to my voice. And with your hearts open to my intentions as you do. I will equip you for the days that are ahead. Says the spirit of the living God. There's intervention. There's intercession based on Romans uh, 8.26. Right now Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father. Making intercession with Holy Spirit. On behalf of your family right now. He's heard your prayers. You're concerned in this, this catastrophe of your unsaved loved ones. He's making an intercession. And I see that which the enemy has tried to bring in division uh, amongst family is being removed right now. It's being excavated, taken out right now in Jesus' mighty name. The confusion, the bitterness, the jealousy, uh, the strife uh, within the marriage is being lifted right now. Right now in Jesus' mighty name. The emphasis is in the area of finances. You watch as God releases this word. God's going to put into your home, put into your hands the financial benefits from worshiping Him. Serving Him as part of a remnant. Come on, saints. And that money is going to bring your family back into place. And, 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 and money is not the issue. The fact that God is doing it. Yes. Amen. But the, the yes. money becomes an issue because it is a necessity. And I see God putting monies into the hands of his people. And, and, and as a result of the lack of money, it has brought division and separation between husbands and wives, families. Mm-hmm. But come on, 2021 <laughs> is a time of, of restoration. For the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. I've got a question for you. Do you know him? Do you know him? Just by name? Or do you know him by Many of his names. The one who saves. The one who delivers. The one who heals. The one who provides. Do you know him? Come on, saints. That put a smile on my, on my face. Do you know him? Shika. I, I, I've got to move on this. There's a stirring up of the Holy Ghost in this sanctuary right now. Please stay with us. 
Mara, I want to see those numbers increasing. Hit that share button again. Uh, my, my dear sister, uh, Anita, could you stand up right now? And see, we're, we're getting ready because we're going to be opening up these doors. We got that announcement a little bit later on. And this is what we're going to do as we open up these doors. We're going to start releasing prophetic words. We're going to start praying into your lives as a ministry team. And we're going to release to you with the God, what, what's in the heart of the Father from Him to you uh, as we reopen these doors in Jesus' mighty name. And we'll talk, I don't want to get into that right now. Hallelujah. There is a redirection that is coming your way, says God. I am in it. I have planned it. And I will show you its purpose, says God. By this, understand this quality of redemptive grace. My power, my ability to serve you as you have served me does not stop. It is a perpetual work of my spirit working in you and through you, says the spirit of the living God. And consider what I've done. In the same way that I invested in the life of my only begotten is the same thing in the same way I've invested into you, my handmaiden. And by this, hear me. There has been some catastrophes that have found its way into the doorstep. But yet in the midst of the catastrophe, did I not keep you? Even when those belittled you? Even when those rejected you? In the midst of those catastrophes, even when the assaults of the enemy came at you as fiery darts, did I not sustain you, says God? Yes. That was all for the development to bring you into the place that you stand before me today, says God. You are part of this generation. You are part of this remnant that I have calling forth, says God. And understand the equipping of your life, the developmental exercises of the gifts that I have given you, will not, they will not come short. They will be specific and they will be effective, says God. Even now, I come against that spirit of fear that would try to paralyze you from advancing in kingdom purpose and kingdom living, says God. And from this, you will see a launching forward, a stepping out in speaking those things that you knew you knew, that you knew how to speak, but were hesitant to speak. I break, I break. The wall of resistant power now. I remove the shackles of resistance now, says the Spirit of the living God. And I will again visit you in the midnight hour. It will be you and I, one-on-one, -on -one, says God. And in that exchange, all the evidence of my compelling word abiding in you to bring you to this place of divine opportunity to operate at a spirit and a level of, of a spirit of maturity, it will enhance itself, says the Lord. Today, my daughter, I reinforce the stakes of thy life and thy ministry, upholding the standards within thy, come on, within thy marriage, amongst your children and their children, says God. And in the end, you will stand holding my banner that says Jehovah Nisi over thy home and over thy family, says the Spirit of the living God. Somebody give God praise.